Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people face their fears and learn to connect with others with ease. This is episode 51, when to make a move. Okay, so let me paint the scene for you. You're at a party and you're chatting with somebody. Things seem to be going really well. You feel like there's a good connection there. You've talked and you've laughed and maybe she's touched your arm a couple of times. She's leaned into your bubble. It seems like the signs are there that she's interested in you. And then your mind starts talking. It starts talking shit. It starts saying, should I make a move? Is this the right time to make a move? No, no, it's too soon. How long should I wait? Is it too early in the night? What if I wait too long and she loses interest? What if I do it too soon and I totally blow my shot with her? Or what if she isn't really interested in me at all and I look like a fucking idiot? Fuck, what am I supposed to do? Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it's not just you. That same basic thought process goes through so many people's heads when they're in that situation. And the bottom line is, when is the right time to make a move? That's what everybody wants to know. And that's what we're going to talk about today. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. So honesty, I actually grabbed mediums instead of large. I usually wear large, size large, but these are mediums. And so um, they're a little bit on the snug side, but they are pink hipsters. They're laced with pink lace and they have little um, light and dark squares on them with little like hearts inside them. Um, Very cute. I wish I would have gotten the right size because I would... uh, feel more comfortable in them right now. But I mean, they're still sexy, still very nice. And I usually like to start the show with a warning. And I've already fucked up and started the show with cussing before I warned people off. My bad. Clearly, this show is intended for adult audiences, because obviously there's cussing. And there's talking about sex. We've already done that too. And this show is going to have advice on how to get that sex. So yeah, it's definitely a show for adults. And the views, opinions, tips, advice, all of that are those of me, your host, Joe. And it's not intended to be used as medical or mental health health advice. But it is intended to help you grow your confidence and embrace your badassery. Why? Because we all want to be attractive. We all want to be desirable to others, right? 
especially swingers, because we want to have the opportunity to play and to get freaky naughty with other people. And most of the time that doesn't happen if people don't find us attractive. I mean, there's always exceptions, but for the most part, people want to fuck other people that they're attracted to. It's not rocket science. But here's the deal. The most attractive quality that I have found that you can have is confidence, even more than a pretty face or a sexy body. Most people say that they are attracted to confidence. So when you up your confidence game, when you walk into a room and you exude that confidence, you open up so many more possibilities for yourself. Plus, you fucking feel great. You're happier. You're more positive. You're not constantly second guessing yourself and comparing yourself to others. The amazing news is that confidence can totally be learned. It can be grown. Maybe you don't have it right now and maybe you don't know how to do it on your own. That's okay. That's where I come in. That's what I do. I have this amazing client and he's totally made me rethink things because I usually say, especially at the beginning of my shows, that change is hard and it takes consistent work and it takes consistent effort. And while I do believe that, change doesn't have to be hard because this client has made so many fucking changes in just a few weeks. Like when he first started, he did not want to go talk to people. He was afraid to go talk to people that he thought were out of his league. But now he's approaching people. He's feeling good about himself. He's not letting the fear of rejection hold him back anymore. He's literally owning every room that he walks into. He went from being afraid to talk to people that he thought were out of his league, out of his league to just saying, fuck it, I've got this. And really in just a matter of a few weeks, he made the choice and he recognized that his happiness is worth investing in and he's doing the work and he's seeing amazing fucking results. So yeah, you do have to put in the work and you do have to be consistent, but it doesn't have to be hard. It just takes you committing to it and being willing to look at things differently and to think about things differently and to do things differently. And just a reminder before we get started, I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I am very results driven. I want to help you get the results that you want. And that means breaking down what you want into smaller steps and helping you make an action plan because I'm all about action. Because really, taking action is the only way to move forward. So if you're an adult and you're okay with the sex talk and with the cussing and you're ready to build your confidence and embrace your badassery, then take off your clothes and get comfy. It's Joe time. Okay, so for today's episode, we're talking about when is the right time to make a move. And I totally get the challenge in this. It feels like there's a lot of factors and you have to find just the right time. I get that your bitchy little brain is going to be in overdrive, making you feel anxious and making you doubt yourself and making you doubt your decisions. Let's talk about some of the shit that your brain is going to be saying to you. 
It's going to be saying things like, is this the right time? Is it too soon? Is she or he or they really interested in me? Are they DTF? Are they down to fuck? Or are they just being friendly? How do I know the difference? What if they reject me? What if they, what if we do play and I'm terrible and they tell everybody about it? What if I hesitate too long and they lose interest and they move on? So just so you know, you're definitely not alone if those are some of the things that your brain says. That's the same shit that goes through almost everyone's brain in that situation. I get it. Those thoughts suck ass and not in a good way. (laughs) So, So first things first, you're not alone. Those thoughts are perfectly normal. Second, those thoughts are really just your brain's way of trying to keep you safe. Your brain wants to keep you from pain. In particular, it wants to keep you from the pain of rejection. So of course, it's going to tell you that shit. Because if that shit keeps you from making a move, it's also going to keep you from the fear of rejection. Your brain is much more interested in keeping you out of pain than it is in keeping you in happiness. But your dick, or your lady dick, as the case may be, it has other ideas. It wants to get you the happiness of great sex, particularly in the form of orgasms. Raise your hands if you love orgasms. Put your hands up in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Yeah, huh? Guys, me too. I love orgasms. I've never regretted an orgasm in my entire life. So anyway, your first course of action is to actually decide that yes, you want to make a move. You are willing to take the chance of rejection. Once you've decided that yes, you are willing to take that chance, you are willing to face the possibility of rejection. The only question really becomes when. And the when really isn't as hard as can I or should I? The when question is really just tactical. I did an episode on the fear of rejection. I think it was episode 21. So I'm not going to go into that in a lot of depth here. Go back and listen to it. It might help you look at rejection a little bit differently. But for now, I just want to say this. What's the big deal if somebody does reject you, your sexual advances? You're not declaring your undying love to them. You're just looking to get down and dirty with this person. If you're partnered, you're still going to have your partner. And even if you're not, you're still going to have your friends. Your life is going to go on exactly the same as before, with the exception of maybe an orgasm or two with this person. Also, everybody's attracted to something different. Some people want or need a really strong sexual attraction. They need that spark, that chemistry. I get it because I'm one of those people. And that spark, that chemistry, it can't be forced, right? It's either there or it's not there. And it has almost nothing to do with physical appearance. It's really more just like a chemical reaction. So that means if I'm not sexually attracted to you, or somebody else isn't sexually attracted to you, it's just because that spark isn't there. 
Like I can find you very attractive and still not have that spark, that chemistry that makes me want to just fucking tear somebody's clothes off. Like over time, I can become sexually attracted to somebody based on like their personality or intelligence or sense of humor or that kind of thing. But that spark that makes me want to fuck somebody I just met doesn't happen very often. And I know that that's just me. I know that everybody is different. But the point is, if we met and you made a move that I rejected, it doesn't mean that I don't like you. It doesn't mean that I don't think you're attractive and amazing. It just means that I don't feel that spark, that chemistry. And I know it sounds cliche, but in this case, it's not you, it's me. And I also know that there are a lot of other people that feel that same way. And also, there are a lot of fucking people out there. There's a lot of opportunities for you to meet and to connect with somebody that does want to get down and get dirty with you. It really is a numbers game. Like you have to kiss a bunch of frogs before you find that prince. And that means that each rejection you face just gets you closer to a yes. Have you ever asked yourself why some people are really good at sales? It's because they don't let the nose stop them. They don't take it personally. They just shake it off and try it again. Because it's really the same thing in, in swinging, in the lifestyle. This is recreational sex. It's not life and death. So don't act like it's life and death. Okay, so let's talk about when to make a move. You've already decided that, yes, you're attracted to this person, and you've decided that you're going to shoot your shot. You're going to make a move, and you're going to ask this person or this couple if they want to go play with you. And I know that it would be great if there was like an exact script that worked in every situation. But yeah, that's just not real life because you're dealing with people, and people are all different. There's no one size fits all answer that's going to work in every situation. But I am going to give you some general tips to think about so that you can make a plan that works best for you and your situation. Here are my tips. Tip number one, timing. It's been my experience that most people that are at a lifestyle event are really looking to have a good time first. And then if a hookup happens, that's great but they want to have a good time first. Like that's their first and foremost goal. So if they're having a better time at the party than they would be playing with you, they're probably going to want to stay and, and hang out at the party. So that means don't ask too early in the night. There's a good chance that they want to experience the event. They want to enjoy the vibe, the music, maybe dance, maybe talk to some friends or talk to some other people. But that also means that you need to pay attention to their behavior. If they are talking to friends and they're dancing and shit like that more than they're talking to you, it's probably because that is what's making them happy. Like talking to their friends and dancing and stuff is making them happy and that's what they want to do. Tip number two, gauge their interest. It's your job to read somebody's body language and gauge their interest in you. If that's something that you struggle with, go check out my Body Language 101 freebie on my website. 
last week's episode was about knowing the difference between somebody just being friendly and them being interested in you. So go check out last week's episode if that's something that you also struggle with. Some people really just want to walk up and say, hey, you want to go fuck? Some people are not looking for friends. They don't even need to know your name. They just want to fuck. That's part of the turn on for them. And if they find other people that want the same thing, (laughs) it works out great. And if that's you, then I'd suggest that you keep shooting your shot with anybody that you want to. If you're not looking to make friends, then you don't really need to have a lot of conversations. You're not going to have a lot of interest in having those conversations. And guess what? That's totally okay. It's okay for you to just want to fuck people. It's okay for you to not want to make friends. There's no right or wrong way to do the lifestyle. It's what you make it. And it is in no way disrespectful if you ask somebody if they want to go fuck. It's disrespectful if you don't accept a no gracefully. It's disrespectful if you keep pushing after they've said no. But it's not disrespectful for you to ask them. So if this is your approach, you're probably going to get shot down a lot because chances are that most of the people that you talk to are not going to be down to fuck just because you walk up and ask them. But you're probably going to need to work the numbers game if this is your approach. You're going to get way more no's than you're going to get yeses, but you're going to get some yeses too if you keep asking. Most of the time, if you're interested in a person or a couple you're going to be kind of working that couple for want of a better phrase. You're going to be talking to them a lot. You're going to be finding out what they like and what they're interested in. You're going to be flirting with them. And if they're interested in you, they are going to be enthusiastically engaging with you too. That's the way it usually works when people are trying to make a connection. They're trying to make a hookup happen. So It's your job to gauge their interest in you. Tip three, ask about their dynamic and their intent. When you first meet somebody, you usually gauge in some like general get to know you conversation, like where are you from? What do you like to do? Have you been here before? Do you know such and such? That kind of thing. You're trying to see if there's an attraction and you're trying to build an attraction. You're trying to build a connection with this person. So before you make a move, it's really a good idea to find out what their dynamic is, to find out what they're interested in and not only their dynamic, but also their intent, their play preferences and their style. Like they might be a full swap, same room couple, But that doesn't mean that they play on the first meeting. Sometimes they like to get to know a couple and they want to feel comfortable with them before they can relax and enjoy the sexy naked fun. Or sometimes they're just ready to go that night if the vibe is right and everybody's feeling it. But that's really something that you need to talk about. So ask them about their dynamic and ask them about their their preferences. You can Make it part of the conversation. And four, if you think the moment is right, go for it. 
You've met them, you've felt an attraction, you're reading their body language, and you're pretty confident that that attraction's mutual. You've been talking to them, you've been getting to know them, you've been flirting with them, you've been making them feel attractive and desirable and special. Maybe it's getting a little later in the night. Don't wait for that perfect time to make a move. Because more times than not, a perfect time never comes. And people lose the opportunity waiting for perfect. So don't wait for the perfect time. Instead of looking for the perfect time, look for a good time. How do you know it's a good time? So you've gone through the checklist. You're attracted to them. Check. They seem to be attracted to you. Check. Your dynamics line up. Check. Your play preferences line up. Check. If they seem to want it or need it, you've shown a sincere interest in getting to know them and you've made them feel desirable and sexy and chosen. Check. It's also in the last hour to maybe 90 minutes of the event. Check. It's been my experience that most people don't go play in the first few hours of an event. So if you've gone through the checklist and you've gotten yeses across the board, you've gotten checks across the board, then don't wait for the perfect moment. Just wait for a good time or create a good moment. Say something sweet or say something that makes them feel desirable. Something like, I am incredibly attracted to you. Can I kiss you? It doesn't have to be a complicated move. Just keep it simple. Another move that I absolutely love is this. Say something like, I am incredibly attracted to you and I would love to go play with you, but I don't want you to feel any pressure. So I'm going to give you a few minutes to talk or to think about it and decide if it's what you want to. I'll be at the front door in 10 minutes. If you want to play, meet me there. If you don't, then I'll know that you're not interested tonight and that's okay. And then give them a look and a smile and walk away. I love this because it makes your intent very clear and you are definitely shooting your shot, but you're not pressuring anybody and you're giving them a chance to talk first. So you are definitely showing them respect. The bottom line is this, there is no perfect time to make a move, but there will be lots of good times, lots of good opportunities, or you can create a good opportunity if one doesn't present itself. So here's my overall tips for when to make a move. Tip number one, decide that you're going to make a move then you don't have to decide in the moment if you're going to or you're not going to because you've already made up your mind. It takes some pressure off of you in the moment. Tip number two, before you make a move, ask them about their dynamic, their play preference, their turn-ons, their turn-offs. Make it part of the conversation. Don't make it like a job interview where you're just like firing questions at them, but make it part of that get-to-know-you process. And then pay attention to what they say and use what you learn to help you determine when to make a move. You could learn a fucking lot by asking and then paying attention to the answer. 
Tip number three, don't let the nerves get to you. Be in the moment. If you've crossed all those items off the list, if it's a yes across the board, just fucking go for it. Count to five in your head and just do it. Tip number four, keep in mind that if you're reading the signs and the signs say that they're interested and you've already determined that your dynamics and your play preferences line up, they are probably just waiting for you to make a move so they can say yes. Tip five, do it in the last hour to maybe 90 minutes of an event. Tip number six, do it before anybody gets too drunk to fuck. Because if somebody gets too drunk, you've lost your opportunity. Tip seven, don't wait for the perfect moment because perfect just doesn't happen very often or maybe at all. Just find a time when it seems appropriate and go for it. What's the worst that could happen? They could say no. It's not that big of a deal. And eight, in the end, remember that it's just sex. It's not going to change your life if they say no. Getting rejected is only a big deal if you make it a big deal. So keep it in perspective. You're still going home with your person and you're probably going to have great sex with them. So playing with this other person or this other couple is just sprinkles. And sprinkles are nice, but they don't determine your happiness. So keep the situation in perspective. And honestly, the more you make a move, the easier it gets. The important thing to keep in mind is that if you tell yourself it's a big deal, that it's like the big bad wolf in grandma's bed, then you're going to let that fear build and it's going to make it so much fucking harder to actually make a move when you want to. What I found is that people that need a perfect time to make a move or they need the perfect line to break the ice or they need that assurance that they're not going to get rejected before they put themselves out there. Those are the people that miss out on so many fucking opportunities. And the truth is that process, that thought process can be changed. You have to believe that it can and you have to want it to change and you have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone and to do things differently. But honestly, the only thing holding you back is you. If you want more, if you want more connections or you want more friends and you want more fun, if you want more confidence in yourself, maybe now's a good time to contact me. You can email me at joeattheconfidencewinger.com. Nobody else can decide what that's worth to you, except for you. And nobody can decide if you're willing to make changes, except for you. Are you ready? Well, guys, that's it for today. I hope you liked the show, and I hope it made you think. Please keep sharing the show with others, and please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. The big thing that I've found and the reason that I do what I do is because confidence is sexy. 
I want you to be able to make connections with ease. I want you to feel great about yourself. And I want people to exude that confidence so that everybody that you meet sees it. I bet you know people like that. People that own every room that they walk into. It's, it's their presence. You can have that too. Oh, shit. Okay, before I forget, um, today's my birthday. Well, okay, not actually. I'm recording this uh, podcast episode on Monday the 22nd. But the episode drops tomorrow on the 23rd, which is my birthday. So if you're hearing this on the day that it drops, which is Tuesday, May 23rd, happy birthday to me. I am 46. Woo, happy birthday. I would really love for you guys to send me a DM or an email for my birthday. Tell me something that you like about the show. <laughs> or tell me something that really fucking annoys you about the show. That works too. Honestly, whatever you feel like. But I would really love to hear from you for my birthday. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.